sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Handsome Tom Sides. Oh, look at you. That's that's unnecessary. And I gave you such grief last episode. There you go. <laughs> hey, compliments never hurt the world. Yeah, I appreciate that. Because I was like re-listening to some of it. I fucking gave it to you. That happens sometimes. And you have to be able to take it if you're going to give it sometimes. And I give yeah. it to you sometimes. You give it to me sometimes. That's the fun part. Like, we've been doing this long enough now where there is going to be times where we get underneath each other's skin. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to fucking happen. I'm happy that um, we're getting there. You know what I mean? I still love you. Don't worry. I still love you too, man. I got thick skin, I think. Well, fuck, that's a family trait, buddy. Yeah. If I run away, I'll do it dramatically. You know that, but I'll come back. <laughs> I'm going to go enjoy the circus. I can't handle the circus anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Something yeah. like that. Circus would be fun. You'd see a lot of interesting cities, things, travel. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think the circus life would be good. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I can handle being a carney. No, it'd be fun having kids in like every state. Yeah, I, I guess. Is that how they roll? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they sleep with people in every single town. Okay. Because there's like carney groupies. The groupies who are in every town who then when the carnies come to town want to hang around and see the carnies because they like are that interested in them. It's a thing, I'm pretty sure. I don't want to call you a liar. It's a very misinformed. It's a very dark underworld. Okay. But I'll I'll come back with some evidence one of these days. I expect a full PowerPoint presentation. I'm going to bring a carny Carny on the show. K-Days is like this week it starts. I think it starts this weekend at Edmonton. So I'll find like a real shifty looking one who's standing underneath the ride. Like the guy who stands under the ride with the mallet and the yeah. fucking wood chunks in case the ride falls over, you know? Oh, there you go. That guy. Like, like, what's the appeal? It's like, oh, do you run the Ferris wheel? Let's yeah. fuck. Like, I don't, See that I don't thing turn it. up there? That's me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, like, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, what I, else you got going on uh well i got the wedding this weekend so um we're recording this friday and it'll be out on monday so hopefully uh when this is released i've done a great job at doing the ceremony for my friend's wedding so i can't wait hopefully i did well yeah i'm sure you'll do just fine just be you yeah like i i tried to write things down and like i kind of know the gist of what i'm gonna say it's just i find it so hard to put pen to paper about what I want to say about people, then like, and then it always changes. Like even like in grade school, like I would just know the gist of what needed to be said. And then we'll just continue from there. I think that's the best way sometimes for people that can navigate through those situations. Yeah. I don't like scripted. Cause it feels like if you're reading from something, well, you know me, I can't fucking even do our outro to our yeah. show after all this time. I have trouble because I, I I like being on the fly. I like just spewing in the direction, but it's good to take some notes for sure. Yeah. So I, I have like, uh, I have some things I want to say and all that stuff. And I think I, I like, it's not going to be long. It's going to be to the point and I'm going to make, um, hopefully I'll say what they deserve to be heard about them. So that's, that's the goal. Sweet. Yeah. So whether or not I do that or not is we'll find out next next pod, but we'll see. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm excited. Yeah. So we'll do. We'll take care of that. Beautiful. Yeah, man. What do you got going on? Anything exciting? Nothing too crazy. I think I actually have a fucking quiet weekend this time around. I opted Ooh. out of participating in a few things, so I'm gonna have like some Sean time. That's good. Nothing wrong with a little bit of Sean time. No, I might do some running around. Like, I'm going to fucking cook myself a steak tonight. I know that for damn sure. Like, a really decent fucking steak. Um, after we finish recording, I'm going to go to the grocery store. Nice. And, yeah. It's just I, me uh, and the dogs. I have, a like, a, a pork stir fry on the go, like, right now that I got started 
Huawei. Now it's just on simmer while I do that. And then I got to make rice and boom, I'm eating after we're done the podcast. Nice. That's fancy. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny with the three hour time difference. I still have a few hours to like get my shit together before I got to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had to go get shit done yesterday. I got some fucking serious shit done. So I have the wedding this weekend and I'm not sure if you're like this, but I am. I am a procrastinator. I do not do anything in a timely manner until it needs to be done. Yeah. So yesterday, um, yesterday was an office day for me. So as long as I get the stuff that needs to be done, I don't necessarily have to be at work. So Fair. yesterday I got the haircut and beard trim. Nice. Went to work for a little bit. Got my oil. And then I went out. We got an oil change. Got the remaining clothes I needed. Oh, also before work, I went and took my dress shirt to the to the uh dry cleaners and all that stuff like did fucking all these things yesterday i felt accomplished and it's just like fuck yes uh, all while on the clock so that's awesome nice nothing wrong with accomplishing those things no i i, I love it because like like i even like booked the hotel that i should have booked like three four months ago when i got the invite to the wedding but even then like they still had space i was like perfect i'll take one 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 room for thomas please that's and then, funny yeah yeah so it's just like i got a full tank and gas. I got the oil change done, so I'm ready to drive to Churro. I got the hotel already figured out, so I got a place to crash after I have a couple of wedding beverages. You don't do that yourself, the oil change? I have no idea how to do that. Fair I've enough, yeah. had no one in my life to ever show me how to do that. Yeah. Like, like our dads, night and day different. My dad was... The tools that belonged to my house belonged to my mother, and like she barely <laughs> got by with those. Like I have no way of knowing... How to properly do that. If you want to show me one day, that's funny. Please and thank you. You know what though? Like everyone I know who does their own oil changes, I like ask them about like should is it something I should and they're like, dude, just go pay the hundred bucks and fucking get them to do it for you. It's so much easier. It's quick. And so I did this recently because I did I had a whole learning curve thing about I don't did I tell you about that on the podcast? I don't know. My oil light came on and I was like at work and I asked about you to learn about oil the hard way. Yeah. He was like, what the fuck do you mean your light came on? So he checks my oil for me. He's like, dude, like it's fucking dry. And what you do have in there, it doesn't look good. Like you need to get that shit done now. So I went that day and fucking took it into one of those places. And you drive up and it's like, you just sit there. You just sit there, chat with the guy for a few seconds. And he's like, okay, buddy, you're all good till your sticker. I, I get like, like there are times where I've like gone a little while before, like before like an oil change and I really fucking needed it. And then I get yeah. to this point of like, I don't need a fucking scolding from the guy at Jiffy Lube. Like, I just like, <laughs> you know, it's like when you go to the dentist and like, like you floss, but you don't floss every day. And they're like, Thomas, have you been flossing? And you're like, yes. yeah. Like, like, I like, don't give me a fucking scolding for this shit. Like, I, you know, like, I know to do it and I do it. Just not all the fucking time. And sometimes I love that they all do that too. Like everyone, single one does that, right? Yeah, you, you know, like the guy was like telling me like, oh man, like some oil may have been burning. I was like, oil hasn't been burning. I just took a little time to go get a fucking oil change. And I was just... <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah. if you don't know these things, I, I like to describe it sometimes to other men that I am similar when it comes to vehicle knowledge to a pregnant lady standing next to her broken down flat tire on the side of the road that's kind of me when it comes to cars yeah so if there's something wrong i'm like help and i don't mind i'm not too big like you know the man's man who's like i i I won't ask for help fuck that if i need help i have no shame in being like hey can you help me or like can you mind showing me or teaching me this and i learned shit easy so yeah and you need but you need to do that you need that in life of just like help and then they go from there it's so much better once you just accept that and you just ask and people are always like, fuck yeah, I'll help you. It's so yeah. nice. No, exactly. And like, I don't mind going to get oil changes. It's just like, sometimes life just gets in the way. And then like, I try to go a few times and there's a lineup. I have to go to work. I have to do this. Yeah. Fuck that. I'll try again another time. I'll try again another time. And now I just got to the wire. Where like, Hey man, you need a fucking oil change. <laughs> get it done. I'm like, All That's right, funny. Yeah. Adulting is fun. Yeah, and it's just like here's another fucking expense too. It's just doing it. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Expenses are like fucking awesome, hey? They just keep coming. Dude, I had like an awesome paycheck, and then like I paid rent, I paid this, I paid this bill. I had to go get an oil change. I had to go get clothes for a wedding. I had to go do this. I had to go. 
Like, Jesus fucking Christ, where does it end? I get <laughs> that. It was awesome paycheck to like, fuck yeah, to like, I don't know if I could have afforded to do any of the things I did had I not gotten this awesome paycheck. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I know the feeling. And you're like, how did it go? You're like, the, the moment it's deposited, you're like, well, I'm a, I'm a gangsta. Yeah. And then like six hours later, you're like, I'm a very poor man, but yeah. I'm a modest like, man. I'm, yeah, like I'm now like I'm making like I'm making stir fry, knowing full well that I'm gonna freeze some of it, and that's gonna be like lunches for like a little while. Like, <laughs> hey, that is nothing where I'm wrong at. with that. That's no, fucking no. smart, though. That's what that yeah. is. Yeah, with like that's where I'm at. I'm just like, like I have to like game plan my groceries. I'm just like, all right, what do I got here? Okay, cool. I got this, this, this. The next thing looks like I'm making this this week. Like yeah. it's just like what it is. Definitely been there. It's fun, like when you're a single guy like or you're a guy on your living on your own in your own apartment it's like you got to plan your meals out for one usually you know what i mean so it's nice because you can you if you're gonna cook a big fucking meal then you're like i'll space this out into two or three and that's nice doing that too right yeah man and it works out really good like i do that with chili so like i made chili at the beginning of the week and that's what i lived off of like for a little while i have to like take a tums nowadays every day now but like whatever it is what it is yeah such is life sometimes yeah such as life. So I was just going to inform you of some fun little facts because, and I had a question for you too. You knew Kevin Smith. I told you was coming to the Edmonton comic-con. They announced that the trailer park boys are coming to the comic-con. So mm-hmm. first question is, do you like the trailer park boys? We've never really talked about it. Um, I never watched it beginning to end. I see yeah. the appeal and like the few episodes that I have watched, I can see the, like, I see why it has the following it does. Yeah. It tickles me like and I respected all those three guys, especially like bringing like they put Canada on the map. Like I love Canadian humor as much as the next guy. That's why yeah. I'm a big fan of like Letter Kenny and Shorzy and like Royal Canadian Air Force and all that fun stuff. Um, it's just a, it's just a thing that I haven't gotten to like sit down and watch. It's one of, like I'm not sure if you like this. When someone tells me about something, I don't go to it. Yeah. Sometimes you I, need to discover it on your own. I have like I have a hard time with you gotta watch this. Do I? Fuck you, yeah. I'm not. Like it's like it's it, and, and and like it's a bit of a problem in the sense like I'll miss out on things, but like that's how I find the shows that I like is like I discover them and it's like a me thing of just like, oh, I tripped and fell and landed on this thing. Someone tells me, like, yo man, you gotta check out trailer park boys, and then I will in due time, but it's like and that's what trailer park always was. Because it has all of this like buildup of like trailer park boards is hilarious and like yeah I don't want you to be wrong for sure. Um, so I watched it like from the get go. I started like into the first five six. I don't even know how many seasons there is now because it comes and goes periodically. I think Eleven and a few movies and a cartoon. Yeah, I didn't know about the cartoon. I've seen one or two movies, maybe, but for sure one movie. I think it was a Christmas special, and then uh, like they're funny. I really liked the, like overall the style of humor is pretty fucking funny. There's a lot of like very serious trailer park boys fans that are like, they, every time they come to town, they have to go see them. So it's kind of interesting to me that they are coming to the comic-con because it really adds a different layer of people that are going to show up there too, which is mm. kind of fun. And like seeing a panel by comedians, would be pretty fun too to go up and like you know when they do their little talk and stuff like that it would be pretty fun to see that i agree i think it's gonna add a a new dynamic to the comic-con exactly and it'll probably like fans of trailer park boys that go to their comedy shows and want to come see this they're gonna then be exposed to all the other shit at comic-con to be like holy crap like this is it it, i like the way they're layering it especially like kevin smith too because like jason muse and everyone from clerks is coming it that adds a whole other aspect as well releasing clerks three around that time too yeah exactly because i know they're they're touring the movie it's not going to be in movie theaters no, and that's what made, I was look, trying to look into it. I didn't see any Canadian dates yet, but if they're coming to, to fucking no, Edmonton. Ottawa and Toronto were recently announced because I'm a, I'm a member of the uh, Kevin Smith Club. Okay. Well, let me know when you see Edmonton pop up because I feel like it's going to for sure. Yeah, if it does, it I'll, I'll, if it does I'll get you tickets. So I know October 11th and 13th is Toronto and Ottawa. So Yeah. No, that's cool. It'll be fun to see those guys at something else that I love too. Now, my only thing is because if I I'm I'm still like unsure of if I want to do a picture with Kevin Smith and Jason Muse, 
or like, I don't need an autograph. It would just be fun to go up and be like, Hey, what's up? Maybe I'll do a picture. But then they're like, do you just do a picture with Jay and Silent Bob or do you do the whole cast of clerks? Cause they're all there. I think you would honestly go big or go home. Like you talked about this before about how you've always wanted to meet the guy. Yeah. I would suggest just do it. Like, uh, like what do you have to lose at that point? For sure. Just the whole, like, I don't know. It's more if it's just Jay and Silent Bob, then you're just getting those two. You know what I mean? In the room, you're not. Which is having... great, but also, like, you're as much as a Clerks fan as I am. You might uh, as yeah. well. That was like, one thing I wanted get, to clarify. If, you get, like, a, if they do a big group, like, this is the Clerks table, yeah. do it. Like, yeah, I, well, honestly, I would go up to that for sure. And the photo, the photo is like, I asked a guy in the US because they're doing like the circuit right now. And so I asked that one of these guys posted about how they saw them in Connecticut or whatever. So I messaged the guy and was like, Hey, just out of curiosity, what's the price point looking like for pictures of the, and he said it was 90 us for a picture with just Jay and silent Bob or 105 for the whole cast. And so that's I perfect. Like, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, it was totally reasonable. And you convert that to Canadian. So probably 120 bucks for a cast photo. I think it's probably something I'll do. Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe they'll do it in black and white for you. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite Kevin Smith movie like all time? I think we, I think I talked about it on the podcast. I say Dogma all the time, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Chasing Amy. Okay, right, right, right. I remember now. I was like thinking in my brain before the podcast here. I was like, I wonder what his favorite is. Yeah. I gotta say, Clerks, obviously. Well, Clerks is like, fantastic. It's my favorite. Uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's just like. Chasing Amy makes me feel things. That's and it fair. actually like makes me view the world. It makes me like view how I approach people differently. Yeah. Now I don't give a fuck about anyone's past. Yeah. Like I care about the right now. And a lot of it is because of that movie, Chasing Amy. Like I'm also like, there's cool. a Kevin Smith movie. I haven't sat down and like went, I didn't like this. Yeah. He's got a fun brain. Yeah. Like I just like that imaginary, like, I like that he made a movie for himself. That's what Clerks was. And then he was able to continue telling stories. Like movies like that don't happen all the time anymore. Like I was, I was actually like watching Total Recall today. Yeah. And just like, I don't think that there are movies like Total Recall where Total Recall is a complete mind fuck of a movie. If you really break it down, like you really break down Total Recall. There's a lot of like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? And it's they don't make movies time. like Are that. Are you talking anymore. the original Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, that's one? what I'm talking about. The original yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. They don't make that kind of movie anymore. The no. whole time you're just like, okay, so he gets tricked in doing this whole thing, and then like new Arnold is good Arnold and bad Arnold's past Arnold, and then but then then no past Arnold knew something was going wrong. Like it becomes this whole fucking thing of just like what's right and wrong, and then you have like you have like it's just the whole fucking mind fuck of it all. It's just yeah. insane. I like that kind of shit. And it's hard. I think every generation says that about filmmaking too. Like, you know, they don't make movies like they used to, but it's like, there is the mainstream movie that always has to be made in every generation. The teen slasher, the teen comedies, like those all get regurgitated, but there's still some really amazing concepts. Well, you know who I think is making those kinds of movies today is uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah, I recognize the name. Refresh me who he is. Um, so Jordan Peele was part of Key and Peele, like the uh, the comedy duo. Um, they had like a sketch show, but he did movies like, um, oh my God, he, he redid The Candyman. He was an executive producer, but what got him to where he is, I can't believe I'm blanking on this. Give me a second here. It's okay. I kind of put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like what, what like, uh, movies because he has this new one called nope that like literally no no one knows anything yeah what put him on the map was get out okay never so even heard of it you haven't heard of get out it's it, it's a fucking cool flick it's like a it's a bit of a horror but it's it, it it's what but he does these movies that if you know nothing about it and you watch the movie you're just like what the fuck is this like you're it, it it's a guy that clearly grew up in the 80s loving these kinds of movies and he's just giving you these mind fucking films so it's like get out's one he did us uh his new one is nope and it's just like these crazy like i don't want to know what it's about i just want to see it that's funny yeah that's cool i like that kind of idea that concept that it's still out there you know what i mean yeah 
I was talking to a kid today, actually, at work this morning, like 630 this morning. He was saying about uh, that he was he wished he'd been born in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen up, little guy. I was born in the 80s. And it was like such a good fucking generation to be born. And we've watched like the best generations of movies come out and video games and like all mm-hmm. this shit. You were born like shortly after the 80s, but you still caught got to ride on all of that, you know what I mean, and grow up through it all, yeah. which is fucking awesome. Just funny to hear that perspective. And we were talking about movies, which made me think about this in the first place, but it's just yeah. the direction that it takes sometimes through the ages is very, very interesting. No, it's great. And like that's the one thing is that like now trailers I find tell too much. That's the thing I like about Jordan Peele's movies is that the trailers don't tell you that much. Mm. It makes you want to go like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but I'm into it. I like that. That's fun. And that's the way it should be. There should yeah, always be some something like to the mystery. I hate it when you fucking see the rom-com comedy fucking trailer and you're like, well, I've seen that movie. No sense in going now. Mm-hmm. Or like they ruin comedies by showing you all the jokes in the trailer. Like yeah. this movie's going to be funny. And then you go like, oh, you showed me all the jokes already. It's cool. worse. It's worse when you don't know that. And then you go to the theater and you're like, I literally fucking saw all the funny parts in the trailers. Yeah. That's very disappointing at times like i don't think there's been like a serious comedy like where i was like on the floor laughing since like dodgeball yeah that's a long time for me it would be like stepbrothers is like the last one i can think of stepbrothers come up before or after dodgeball because that's the timing stepbrothers is up right same realm of same time period for sure yeah so it's just like one of those like where like they didn't give you all the stuff and it's just you're watching it's like hilarious but like there hasn't been comedies like that for a very long time. Like no, Deadpool, Deadpool, I would I would say that did that for me. Where, like, because it's an action comedy where the comedy is actually amazing. Yeah. But then there's like there's so many, like there's so many like things you can actually show when it's a rated R movie that you can't do in the trailer. So for sure, stuff like that. No, it's hard to find. Like, I loved a show or a movie. I miss How I Met Your Mother for that. Because there's so many times where I would literally like fucking laugh out loud because it was so funny. You know what I mean? Just some of the shit Barney would do and you're just like, Jesus Christ. But now it's, I have a, don't have any good comedy right now. In my life. I've been watching lots of stand-up from time to time when I need some comedy, but. Yeah, there, there's com- com- comedians I can just go back to or watch or like I've been on a George Carlin kick for a little while. That's solid. Um, I've been watching uh, Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Bill Burr's little lady special was really good. I hadn't watched any of his stuff, so now I'm going back and deep diving it a little bit. Same with Tom I, Segura. I had never watched a stand up. Big fan of all of them. I've yeah. seen them both live. In Wicked. fact, I'm seeing Tom Segura in October. Nice. Yeah, you were saying that. He's fucking funny. I He's like him. Funny. I enjoy him. He's very relatable in ways. Check out Nate Barkatsi. Check out. Uh, check out. Um, uh, Burt Kreischer, like his specials are really Bert's good. Funny, yeah. Also, go into like the Netflix, the stand-ups where all these comedians do like a half an hour set, and you get to see like a nice mixed bag. What's this? Sorry, it's called the stand-ups. It's on Netflix. Okay. And you just like see six or seven different comedians do their shtick. Nice. Awesome. Well, I will check that out. I yeah. I fucking there's one guy. I know you're not the biggest fan, but just the shit that comes out of Ari Shaffer's mouth sometimes. I can't help but be like, what the fuck? Like, it makes me laugh yeah. and out loud in a what the fuck is wrong with you kind of way, which is funny sometimes. Yeah. Too I, much other times. I have, like, I, I like him as a podcast guest. Yeah. But I have a hard time with him. Like, I feel like his value, like, it's just shock. It's just shock value that he brings to the table. Yeah. I like um, it when, like, I do like him as a guest on podcast, like the way you say that too, because he's not trying to be that shock comedian. He's just yeah. laughing and having fun with the other guys, which makes yeah. it fun and funnier too. So I totally get what you mean there. Yeah. His stand-up comedy like specials, they're fucking good too. Like they're funny. Yeah. And like Dan Soder's really good. Uh Nikki Glazer's really good. Beth Stelling's really good. Like there's like there's a great set of com- 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 comedians going on right now and then like i keep hearing about more and more as they go on 
I really recommend you check out the standups because you're going to get a mixed bag of like people that, you've yeah. never seen before. And then, and then you're going to find more of their stuff and you're going to like follow them on that's Instagram. Fine. And then you just do that. Like, that's what I do. As soon as I find a new standup comedian that I like, I follow them on Instagram right away just to see for, for touring reasons or for whatever yeah. reasons. Like, I, no, that's I, good. Good to support what you like too. Right. Yeah. We all know comedians struggle often, you know what I mean? And it's nice to be able to support that a little bit. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, yeah. So you were telling me before the podcast that you got caught up on two more episodes of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Just for you, Tom. Appreciate it. <laughs> Dying to um, talk to you about it. Which two were those again? I can't remember. I was trying to rack my brain. I think the first one was the Nebula, where they kind of got sucked into the Nebula. But the second one was the fairy tale episode. No, that's the same episode. The fairy tale episode. Yeah. Where they like get sucked into the like kids book and all that. Yeah. It was funny and interesting and you don't know what the hell is going on. Like if the doctor's just dreaming or what exactly. I, I like those kinds of episodes Yeah, because if you're on a space adventure, literally anything can happen. That's mm-hmm. the point. Yeah. And I love, I love that shit. You, you take these characters out of the norm, you get the, the characters to actually play something other than themselves. That's the fun part too for the actors, yeah. the dynamic switches where it's like you're you think you're coming to work to play this character. No, no, no. We've written a completely different character for yeah. you. For this so episode. like when Pike starts playing like the fucking skeevy coward that yeah. sells him out, you're just like, fuck yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> yeah, it was good for sure. And like just seeing like I enjoy how Star Trek can make any crew member the main character of an episode. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed like getting the doctor to have an episode. Like, cause when you rewatch Star Trek years later, it's like, we talked about DS9 and the Ferengi episodes. I fucking love those episodes. So yeah. this might be the doctor episodes years from now where I'm like, Ooh, I want to go back and watch those episodes again. It's really fun. No, I agree. Like it's absolutely like, those are the best. Like you want, that's the one thing like when you do episodic television like this, you can have other character central roles that are just amazing. A hundred percent. And that's the fun part about it. Um, I did have one tiny little problem with the story. Just it's very tiny. And I wanted to talk, discuss it with you. You might completely disagree with me, but personally, if I have a sick child that I have in a transporter loop that I'm trying to save the first like weird nebula, that's like, how about I just take your kid and you can fuck off and be like commander Worf and not have a kid. Why don't I just take, I get it healed it. He might like, he, he wasn't like imminently running out of time. He still could have found a cure. Like they're just starting out on this mission. They were ma- making it very clear that he was running out of time. though. It didn't seem that dire. Like there, like there were pre- episodes previous where she's like, they were very imminent about like, that's why she's in their loop. I get that. Loop. Because like, if she's out of it, she's that. And then she's also not living a life. Yeah. I felt, I felt like this was actually, a great way to kind of handle this without going bippity boppity cured. It just seemed quick. Because there was there's two there's three storylines. Three ways you go about it. You go what they did, which ascension. isn't even which isn't like it, it isn't even the top three idea. It's like, like ascension, go, basically. The, the route that the route that they did, you go the bippity boppity cured now. Yeah. Or We're they dead. kill her off and you feel fucking terrible forever. Yeah. That would be mean. Yeah, and it, that that killing off a child isn't in the Star Trek world. No, not well. Yeah, they try not to, but it's just not even part of it. Like, so you know, right off the bat, they're either gonna go bippity boppity. She's scared now. Like we, like I thought that was I. What I thought we were gonna do is get uh, build a relationship with another alien species that are part of the that are in part of like. TNG's world of the uh, Federation of Planets but by adding them they got their medical history and then they can cure but I like what they did with this nebula stuff and who's to say that the nebula wasn't in fact a nebula maybe it was a Q yeah something else because the know. Q form we don't really know about he just takes the form of that guy so they can relate they've gone yeah. on and said that the Q form is something that mankind cannot it was interesting it's just like when you the it weirded me out a little bit because like you're asking you're like five or six year old i know kids who like have gone through a lot are older than their age Mm -hmm. but it was just like you can ask a kid fucking anything kids are stupid so you're like hey do you want to go to this like nebula and be part of that it just seemed a little bit like 
risque. I get it what you're saying. If the timeline was more a crunch and then I realized then, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's a way for your daughter to live on. Yeah. It just seemed like a little bit like, well, don't have to deal with that anymore. Bye. You like it yeah. a little bit. And it comes at like the great cost. You also feel it in the storyline where you see the doctor going like, I didn't want to give her up to the nebula, but yeah, I don't see another choice. He's also like breaking the law ultimately by like keeping her in this loop. Right. He yeah. had to hide it from everyone because it's not like humane, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah. No, I but agree. it's a good show. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying all the little aspects that I've been yeah. getting of it. Well, the next two are fantastic. Oh, okay. I remember the other one when the ship got commandeered by the that girl. Yes. Yes. To go save good. uh to go save. And then so now you know that Cybok is Yeah. Yeah. That was I, I've been dying to talk to you about Sorry, yeah. the next Cybok. When I when they said like the brother and then they show that like shade, whoever they chose to play that side angle of him, I was like, Cybok! Yeah. Like, thought, that's fucking I, cool. I'm so fucking down for Cybok. Like I yeah. Like, he got so little. No, I like I'll 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 spoil I'll spoil this much. Like he's not back. Like he doesn't come back this season. That's all we the saw. Character that's going to be coming in, Sweet. and like which is cool in the sense that like there's a lot of justifications for like like in everything right now. If you are if you're able to tell a longer story, you're able to justify the shittier of the movies or the stories to make them cool again. Yep. Like Avengers Endgame made Thor: The Dark World a better movie. For sure. And like now we're gonna make uh Star Trek the Final Frontier a better movie. Yeah, because we're gonna get more cyborg and we're gonna understand this character a little bit more instead of just like instead of just having a movie where Kirk and the Enterprise go find God. Like yeah, exactly ridiculous. There could be a lot more to it, and it's interesting to see the direction they go with it, you know. I'm curious. And like Star Wars is doing this, like all these things are trying to do this to make like they're shittier of their storylines better yeah and i am here to tell you that i'm for it yeah it's fun uh, i'm like why not like you have this character like cybox never brought up ever again no zero you completely forget about him because he was in such a weird piece of it but now we're seeing like 30 years prior 30 years ago cybox so it, it's interesting i'm very curious to see how eventually they take that storyline that's for yeah because sure. Spock clearly doesn't talk about his brother. He barely talks about Sarek. Yeah, exactly. And that guy's his father. Yeah. No, it was very intriguing. And I like the setup of it all. I'm excited for sure. I can't, yeah. when I remember like I was doing like, that stuff. Yeah. Like we're, I think we're going to get an episode with Noonien Singh. I think we're going to get, uh, uh, I, we're going to get more Cybok. We're going to get like these other characters. And then we're going to slowly but surely introduce the characters that you know and love and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, Things are gonna have to happen to introduce these characters. And Honestly, all the villains awesome. that they're building too, I really like. Like the like the lady who took over the ship, the Gorn. You know, there's they're adding all this like spice to it, which is fun. The Gorn. There's there's another Gorn episode coming. I out. heard. It's unbelievable. I'm I'm excited, intrigued. I that's why you told me to go back and watch the fucking episode of uh, uh, the original series. Yeah, but the, not about the Gorn. There's a different, like, you'll see after you watch that original series and then you yeah. watch the finale. Before you watch the finale, watch that episode or watch it after. Either way, it's worth yeah. a watch. For sure. It's important to do that. Yeah. I agree, sir. Yeah. So it, it, it's because when you mess around, like, you're able to mess around with time. That's the one thing we know about for sure about Star Trek. They're going to mess around with time travel. Yeah. So with what they do and how they do it, and then there's like little surprises throughout the episode and just all these things. They're just like, fuck yeah, Star Trek. Way to make it fun again. Like, I fucking love this stuff. For you're, sure. not, you're not doing it for any other reason than to make me happy. And boy, oh boy, are you doing it with fucking bells on. It's so much fun, these things like everything it's crazy how many fucking series are on the go right now in star trek star wars like it's just fucking insane it's insane yeah yeah and like even like if you really think about the mcu right now the mcu is fucking insane right now oh yeah it's it's i also get into miss marvel man i watched that series i thought it was unbelievable okay i was gonna ask you like how it unfolded it's all done now 
it's all done six episodes it's great um honestly it's very charming it's a very yeah. charming show it's very like uh it's very lizzie mcguire meets superheroes that's fun and i gotta say like i wasn't like a lizzie mcguire guy but i it's like it's just fun like, yeah it, like it, i really enjoyed it's important that everyone is represented in the superhero world too so if it's not like your atypical however it is it maybe it's not for yeah. us and maybe it's for someone but see, else that's what i like about what they're doing with the shows with what they're doing with the shows is like it's catered to a different audience so if you're into the mcu you're watching it anyway yeah that's the thing but now you're watching it now it's like a sign uh, like a show that marty could watch with his daughter exactly and that gets his daughter into the mcu and then it goes like okay well this is Miss Marvel. Who's her favorite superhero? Captain Marvel. Okay, well, let's go watch Captain Marvel now, so you get to see this. Okay. Oh, she comes in in this movie as well. Yeah. You can like now you get to want to watch this. Got you. Yeah, but it's yeah. great. It's honestly, it's like the cigarette company in the fucking nineties. Yeah. You hook them while they're young, and you're doing it the right way, and you're 100%. expanding your audience to a, 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 a to a fantastic way because you're not just getting young girls. You're getting um, oh, oh, what race is she's from? Pakistan in this one. So like you're getting like a whole mess of people that have to go to a mosque for their religion. They have to like they go to mosque and all that stuff. And you're getting into that life of just yeah. what that is. Like Which I can't is relate cool to, to it tell at all. That but it's, story to represent yeah, but, people, and from it's there, great. Too. So there's representation for everything. Like Shang Chi yeah. was like a kung fu movie, but also you're gonna get some young, um, some young Asian fellow going like, "Fuck yes, that is me up there. I cannot fucking wait." Yeah, exactly. And it, it, like we're seeing that more, and like we're seeing like more female centric stuff which is like i'm all for as long as it has mcu on it i'll watch it i'm fu- i can't wait till they bring in squirrel girl at one point yeah i've heard of squirrel girl i've never like seen print or card of her so i don't know anything about her i've just heard and there's a podcast a squirrel girl podcast that this no. kid at work was listening to it he told me about it and i was like eh, it's interesting yeah i mean it, it's something i have time for like but you, you put the mcu stamp on it i'm gonna watch it Oh yeah. Also, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is on Disney Plus, so you can watch that. Oh, sweet! And I'm I gonna watch last... Spider Man this weekend. So we talked in the last, in when you were berating me during our last podcast. <laughs> um, Spider Man No Way Home came up, and I I will watch it. I'm sorry, Tom. Please don't yell at me again. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. We recorded a bit earlier this week. I will get to it. I pounded through at least two episodes of Stranger Worlds just for you. Please don't yell at me again. I can't handle it today. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but like those two movies, I think will be right up your alley. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be a good fucking uh, a good watch for sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna hit the uh, email song music um, because we got an email from Uncle John where I'm kind of getting berated on this one. Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. Two sides to every email. Settle in, let's get it done. He goes, Hello, Siskel and Ebert. Google them. Like, you and I don't know who they are. <laughs> I wanted to comment on the chip scenario. I think now should, you should wait a few more months because the new chip will be out. Um, this chip is 10 months old now. If you truly want this to be a test, it needs to be a fresh one. Keep up the great pods, Uncle John. You know what? I'm just tired of looking at these things, Sean. I'm going to just do them right here on the podcast. I'm going to set it up on my phone right now. That's so exciting. I'm going to record it on my phone as well. And that way I can get it too. Yeah, sure. I just try not to talk because the camera will leave me. Mm. Mm. And then. Well, you record yourself too and I'll record it yeah. and we'll compare notes. We can post it all if none of it works out then we'll just have to fucking wait for october so i got this going on perfect so it's just checking the connection and okay here we go we're live i've gotten live on my instagram on the two sides of story page um i'm just sick and tired of like looking at these boxes right now so i am going to uh just eat the chips live while we record the podcast mostly because this needs to be done and i'm sick and tired of waiting very exciting for just any given moment are you doing both chips or are you just yeah. eating one no i'm gonna do both are you stacking them or are you gonna open one eat it and open the other one and open eat one it? and eat it open one and eat it it's nice my best holy right fuck now. okay so here you go is one 
I witnessed it, people. It happened. Holy fuck. It is hot. Is it? Oh, yeah. Does it feel hotter than the other one? Uh-huh. We should have had a timer going, but we can timestamp this, I guess, and find <laughs> out how long you last. I don't want to do the second one. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's hurting a little bit. I'm not doing it. No? Oh, you cracked already and drank something. That was pretty quick. I don't know if you outlasted us, Tom. I don't think I did. And frankly, Sean, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I hope that's milk because water makes it worse. Oh, it is water. Oh. Why are we doing the podcast right now? <laughs> it looks like it might be a little bit painful. Yeah. Oh. Did it taste good at least? No, not even a little bit. Stand by, I'm going to go get some milk. Yeah, you should get some milk. I like, for probably almost a half an hour, I needed to have vanilla ice cream in my mouth after I ate my chips. So I can feel Tom's pain. Good job, Tom. I have to say he did the chip. Very well done. Uh, We'll have to check later for a timestamp and see. But I think, Uncle John, I think you're still in the lead based on what I just saw. Because that was a fairly quick transition to milk. Hey, but that's okay. It's fucking hot. And I get that shit. And Thomas now, tomorrow at some point, <laughs> when he's in the <laughs> in the middle of this wedding reception, he's going to be like, oh man, uh-oh, my fucking stomach. I'm going to have to go <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> and it's going to come out. They hurt. I, he was so brave. He was going to do two chips at once. And I was like, I don't know. That's a lot of chips, Thomas. One chip might just be enough. How you doing, big guy? Oh, I'm suffering. Is it hurting? <sighs> yeah, I'm not doing the. I'm not doing the second one. Yeah, you don't need to. One was good. You can get someone else to do the second one. <laughs> Pass on the joy. <sighs> How you doing? Talk to me. Talk me through what's happening. He's drinking lots of milk. He finished his cup. You have some milk in your beard. Where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking wash your hands if you haven't already. Just to be safe. Because if you touch your eyes with that fucking spice on there, you're not doing anything for the rest of today. Just saying. That was... uh, I almost immediately got up and washed my hands because that would be fucking painful. I think the worst thing ever would be eating one of those chips, getting the spice on your fingers and then going for a pee. I think that it would probably put you down like in the fucking hospital. Um, But yeah, this is uh, Tom's in dire straits. It seems right now. I'm excited for him to come back to tell the story. It's a lot. It's like your mouth is on fire, which also bodes the fact like, the last chip that he ate was clearly stale and old. He was a little drunk, so that kind of changes things. But when you're sober and you down one of these chips, it fucking burns. Burns. I still think John took some form of Gaviscon. I don't know if he raw-dogged it like Kieran and I did that day. But um, it hurts. It fucking hurts. To the people out there who just eat these chips with ease, there's something wrong with you. I My palate is still changed years removed from my chip i eat spicy stuff i get in trouble all the time from crystal because i eat spicy shit and she's like is that spicy no it's fine it's not spicy and i honestly believe there's no spice in the food at all so i hand it over to her she takes it and she's like are you fucking kidding me right now that is the spiciest thing i've ever eaten and i can't taste it but that's just the way things go sometimes um I recommend trying it, though, at least once in your life. It's good to have experiences. How you doing, big guy? Here. Um, I'm good now. Yeah. I'm good now. I fucking suck. Yeah. They can be pretty damn spicy. I'm not eating the second one. No, you don't need to. Do you still feel the heat? You're just able to survive it now? Yeah, now I'm able to just tolerate stuff. Yeah. Nothing else will be spicy for you for the next few weeks, probably, or months, or possibly even years, because that's a pretty high plateau, usually. Yeah. I was explaining to our fans that it would suck to get this this spice from the chip on your penis, that it would probably kill you. (laughs) 
Oh my god. All right, ask me questions because right now I can't think. <laughs> yeah, I have some more water. Just... just start rapid firing you some intense questions. That would be good. I should have prepared for this moment. It's like truth serum. It's too hot. I can't think of a fucking answer. I like how you were like, I'm good. And then you had to run away again for more water. I totally get that. Shit's hot. It's like fucking lava in a bottle, but on a chip. All right. Yeah, just ask me questions because right now I can't really think. Yeah, it's perfect. I was going to rapid fire some good ones. But I, I don't have any great ones right now, unfortunately. Okay, you, now just full of nonsense right now. Go ahead. Yeah, you give me um, the truth all the time, so it's tough. What, uh, what's your favorite type of donut? Go. Um, sour cream glaze from Tim Hortons, but I, I'll try anything from like an actual donut shop. Yeah, donut shops are the shiznit. Actually, Oldest Barky took me to this place in Ottawa once. They had a maple bacon one. Unreal. Really? I've never tried the maple bacon, but I've been very curious. It's a very common, like, combo now. Yeah, no. It was really good. Keep talking. Where are you going, Thomas? (laughs) It's funny for the people listening to this. You have to check the video that will be posted on Instagram. But, uh, yeah, it's painful. How you doing, big guy? Uh, oh, you're still feeling it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty so last chip wasn't this hot, like this the no. old staler no. one there. I no. feel I see the panic in your eyes that was in my eyes when I ate the chip. So clearly, it is a thing you can't let them sit for too long. Yeah. That did we got to get the timestamp? I'll check my video. Let you know. I think John uh, holds the cake for sitting there for like two oh, and a half probably. minutes. Crazy bastard. Uh, oh. You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> it's done. It was. It's done. We've done it finally after all this time. All the fans, all the side ki- sides kicks or sides pieces out there watching this, they fucking, Tommy did it, guys. I did like do shit later today too. Like I have like normal potato chips right here that I'm gonna <laughs> munch on. I'm sorry if you hear it, but my mouth it is helps. on fire. Yeah, it helps a little bit. I was saying to our uh, listeners while you were gone, trying to heal from this, that tomorrow you're gonna be like at the wedding, oh. and all of a sudden you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, I have to take a shit." <laughs> you're gonna have to ask someone, possibly a stranger, to hold your hand underneath the door. Just to fucking get through it, but it'll be okay. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. <laughs> it can be an evening changer sometimes, but it, it subsides within a half it an subsides. hour. Within a half an hour, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I have like a stir fry I'm going to eat later and have plenty of rice with and That'll more help. glasses of milk. But yeah, no, if you, you wanted information out of me, Sean, now, now's it, because I can't think of answers. I can't think of anything to talk to you about right now. This is going to be certain. We, we did this at a wrong time in the podcast. I think it's fun, though, because it's in the middle. And you're asking me to ask you questions, but I'm like, shit, I already, I got most of my answers already. Yeah. Oh. All right. You got it together? Yeah, I'm who, not doing who, that ever again. You texted me the other day about to Chuck about how uh, you noticed that he is moving. Who do you think he's moving to? Oh, uh, to Chuck. Um, well, you mentioned St. Louis, and I thought that made sense. Yeah. Um, I want to know what's going on in Calgary. Why all these players want to leave? Yeah, it's kind of intense. Um, I didn't. Didn't you allude to the coach? I did, but like, there can't be that many soft fucking hockey players on the Calgary Flames. Yeah. And then I saw a tweet from John Scott saying, pay attention to what's going on in Calgary. This might very well happen soon to Toronto. Yeah, Austin Matthews leaving mm-hmm. for a U.S. city just to get away. Well, I think also Phoenix should be on the list for Tuchuk. And Ottawa should be part of the conversation. I'd love to see him go to Ottawa and play with his brother. It would be fun just for, like, hockey, you know? Yeah. And Ottawa's getting a team together, right, with uh, Giroux? Yeah, Claude Giroux. Yeah. 
and you add to Chuck in there with uh, Stutzel and Brady Kachuk, like you're, you're starting to look like not such a bad Ottawa Senator team, right? Well, that's what they need. That they need to have the arena closer to the actual city of Ottawa. That's their big problem. Their arena is like in like 45 minutes outside of Ottawa. Or I didn't 20, know that. Like, that's crazy. It's really like it's outside of Ottawa. It's not in Ottawa. Like, that's bizarre. Because they didn't have a space to like build an arena downtown. Like they don't have the space. Right. And then with that, there's not like a direct train line or a happy route to do it. Like you have to drive to the games. That's retarded in a way. Like why do they don't have way. a lot of like um is why they don't have a lot of uh fandom. Yeah, that's fair. It would suck to have to like go through that much of a rigmarole to get to a game. Edmonton was pretty smart the way that they built the new arena, having it in the heart of downtown and accessible from every single direction, right? It's the way to do it. You okay over there? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm better now. I'm better now. I yeah. just, I, you're gonna have to carry. This is all on you now. Hey, it's fine. As time passes, it starts to not be so bad. So yeah. So I'm the rest of the show, this is gonna be you, man. Because I'm. I picked up on that earlier when you left. I was like, okay, I can do this. I'll keep talking and entertain everyone. <laughs> yeah. This is, I made a gross error in judgment by doing this. At, so like, I didn't realize how much time we did either. Yeah. Yeah, we're probably like what a good forty-five in. I was thinking we were more an hour. Okay, yeah, that's possible. Well, oh yeah, because it was around. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Well, it it's okay. We can keep going for a little while, and yeah. uh, we'll sort this out. Tom's gonna be okay. Everyone, he's gonna yeah. get through this. It's fucking. Uh, it's a chip. People don't get it when you eat that motherfucker. That's why when you ate the last one, I was like, something's wrong. Because it hurts when you fucking eat yeah, that shit. No, it, was, it, it was spicy. Don't get me wrong. The last time it was spicy, but I was able to, like, carry Overcome on with it. my day. Yeah. That was a moment ruiner. Yeah. I know. It's a scary feeling almost where you're like, uh-oh, what the fuck have I done? Like, uh, it almost induces panic, like a form of, like, strangulation or you know, drowning. It's like you're, you don't know how much worse it's going to get. And if it gets much worse... <laughs> It's oh. it's a little intense. I, I remember know. holding on, trying not to drink anything before the other two, and I was you, you start to panic in your head, like I I can't fucking handle this shit anymore. I'm excited for that. Yeah, man. Uh, it was like the water was just like right there. Yeah, and I was just like, I still have a show to do. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, do you think you can now find someone to eat the other chip? Probably. Because it's fun. You can pass it on to someone else, right? It's like a it's like the game of Jumanji. You have to get through it and then you just pawn it off and ruin it in someone else's life. I have something to tell you. I watched Jumanji, the first one. With Robin Williams? No, I've seen that one well in the past. I watched right. it with just the Rock. For the record, and... that is the first Jumanji. I watched the first Jumanji remake. It's not a remake. It's a continuation of the story. There's even nods to. Is it really? Yeah. So you know when, like, so if you watch the movie, Jesus Christ, when they find Nick Jonas, when they find Nick Jonas, he's hanging out in this treehouse kind of thing, right? Yeah. And they said Alan Parrish or AP. They they they. There's a there's a nod to Robin Williams' character who was stuck in the game of Jumanji. Okay. So he was Alan Parrish was here. So it's just a continuation. That's a if you watch the beginning of it, it starts off as a board game that no one wants to deal with, and then it turns into a video game. Right. Interesting. It transforms itself to trick play people into playing the game. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Either way, now that I'm caught up on the uh, history of the continuation of the story, Jumanji Two, we'll call it. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, that's better. Okay, so I watched Jumanji 2. It was very funny. It had its moments. It was fun watching the characters like Jack Black and like play the girl and like just the attitude and the acting that it took to get to where it got. Pretty fun. Yeah, just The Rock playing a young Jewish boy, like a nerdy Jewish boy. It's it's, (laughs) easy. They they keep the fucking toughness, like the toughness of The Rock exterior, and then you get 
like but he's act like those movies to me are the the epitome of acting yeah i agree they were it was really good i enjoyed it it was a good recommendation that you gave i me. i get to watch the third one the I next will. level because then you're gonna see the rock play pretend to be danny devito and that's the best that sounds interesting yeah no it's fun i like uh what's the kevin what's his name kevin hart kevin hart that's the one i like him he's pretty funny i haven't watched much of his stand-up but people say he slays I've been meaning to oh, check you it know out. what he he kills. I do find that he yells a lot for what he's doing, but you yeah. know what? I'm, maybe I'm just being nitpicky because he is really really funny, mm-hmm. and that dude works all the time. Oh, like I, I feel like they have a contract where The Rock has to do movies with Kevin Hart because like Kevin Hart shows up in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. The new movie, uh, Superhero Pets, or whatever that is, Pets with Superheroes, or whatever it's called. The Rock's playing Crypto, and Hollywood playing to, Ace. Hollywood always seems to jam like the duos down our throats. It's like it, uh, Will or fucking what's his name? Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg was the last couple that they were shoving down our throats. Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. No, but I'm talking like tough guy comedian. Oh, okay. Like they're every gener every like five. But then I also years. feel like that relations relationships also evolving because the Rock and Ryan Reynolds have a tremendous relationship. I'm not sure Did if it? you watched uh, the Red something. I can't remember what's called. Um, Red Notice, I think it's called. Okay. On Netflix, it's like it's a heist movie that it has the Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gil, uh, Gal Gadot. Never and, heard of it. Sounds good though. Good no, it's worth a watch, but also if you look at Hobbs and Shaw, Ryan Reynolds is in that for a brief moment where he deals with The Rock and he's just giving The Rock shit. That's funny. And it's the best. Can we go back just a tiny little touch there? I actually prefer Gal Gadot. It sounds way cooler. Let's go with Gal Gadot from now on on the show. I'm pretty sure Gal Gadot prefers Gal Gadot, though. I know, but I like Gal Gadot. It sounds like a 1950s superhero and she was Wonder Woman. I just think collectively as a human race we should talk about this subject and change it to gal gadot because she's fucking badass and gal gadot i like gal gadot yeah i like that you rather call you sean Sidus. how do you know my bar name my name is sean (laughs) sedez whatever my mouth is too on fire for me to actually (laughs) argue with you right now it was the accent it just took you that spice level again you're like that was hot yeah that's what it is (laughs) see a little bit of steam coming out of your ears after that one yeah anyways carrying onward that sounds like an interesting movie i don't know like it's funny when they do it's a predictable heist movie like i i won't lie to you like i figured out the movie real quick yeah but it's dumb fun like it was worth watching a second time. Like I and I have, I think I've seen it three times total. To be honest with you, nice, that's funny. But like yeah. it's predictable. It is predictable. That's fair. There's a lot of those movies nowadays because we've watched a lot of fucking movies, so you can just start to pick them out of the sky, which is unfortunate, but still yeah. good. Yeah, I'm trying to recall. It happened to me recently with a movie, and like five minutes in, I was like, "God oh, damn it, it ruined it." all for myself because well, i just my dad better. did that to me uh like i'm not sure if you saw the movie smoke and aces yes that sounds very familiar great fucking movie real fucking violent real fucking like a nice little like mystery like at the end but like we're five minutes into the movie and my dad said this 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 and this are gonna happen in the movie and i went whatever chris go fuck yourself and then i watched the movie and i get to the end i went did you see it before? Like what? And I goes like, no, I just, <laughs> I just figured that would happen. I'm like, keep that shit to yourself. Fuck. That's funny. <laughs> like even me and Martin really just because we went with him. Me and Marty went with him. We we're just like, for fuck's sake, man, really? Like, That's funny. It's not fair. The experience of movie watchers, right through the generations. Yeah. So, but no, Smoking Ace is another great film. Sweet. But yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, Sean. I got shit I gotta do tonight. That's and okay. I got a chip to gotta suffer through. So, uh, if you don't mind, can uh, we wrap this up here? I think we can call it a show, Tom. Good job on eating the chip. Oh, uh, fucking 
Okay, no more. No, no, no more of this dumb shit. Yeah, no, that was the end of it. I, you opted into this for the record. Yeah. Yes, that was like a year ago, but still, you opted into this. Yeah. Good so job. That's it. Proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So watch Spider-Man, watch Multiverse of yes, Madness, sir. watch yes, Ms. Sir. Marvel, and watch Star Trek. <laughs> All for next week. <laughs> Do my best. No promises. I'm not going to... Can't promise nothing. It's like a movie a night. That's fair. It's a lot of movies. It's a lot of cuddling crystal. Indeed. Or at least the dogs, because she's away for now. Oh, is she? Yeah. It's just Hillary's Sean this weekend. Sean, Sean the dogs. I, I, I had that kind of week. Hillary's been away in Cape Breton all week. Noise. Yeah. Nothing wrong with some you time. No, nothing wrong with it at all. But it's just it's just funny that we're both going uh our significant others are off gallivanting elsewhere. Indeed. I'm super, like I said, cooking a nice steak tonight. It's going to be good. Do you like shellfish? Yeah, I do. Here's what you should do. Get, get some of that frozen shrimp. Get tinfoil and garlic butter. Slice up a couple pieces of garlic butter uh, and then put the frozen shrimp on top on, on, the, on the aluminum foil fold it all up in like a nice little package and just throw it out on the barbecue and let it cook in the butter. That sounds yummy. And it's a nice little side dish for you. Sides dish. I like it. There you go. And, um, all right. So that's two sides of the story this week. I'm Tom Sides and my mouth is on fire. <laughs> and I'm Sean Sides and my mouth is not on fire. Have a great week, everyone. Live long and prosper. Sides of the story sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story On TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod and if you want to send us an email, send it to two sides of the story pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.